Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to this episode of Believe in Sparks, presented by Bet Online AG. I'm your host, Stacey Pates. The LA Sparks just ended their five-game losing slump, and they're optimistic for a bigger turnaround now. They had a 99-94 victory over the Phoenix Mercury at Crypto.com Arena. After getting their first home win of the year, the Sparks graciously waved the crowd of over 4,000 people with well-deserved smiles on their faces. It's been challenging for your LA Sparks because they've been on the road more than they've been at home. Now that they have a little bit of momentum, the Sparks are 3-5 and five and they could finish the first month of the season on a high note. They travel to Indiana on Friday where they've already beaten the Fever once and they finish the month in Minnesota where they could avenge a three-point home loss to the Lynx. Slow starts have plagued the LA Sparks during their five-game losing streak, but after sinking seven of their first nine three-pointers against the Mercury, and led by 11 at the break, it was due to Katie Lou Samuelson's 3 of 4 shooting effort. I mentioned it's been mostly road games for your LA Sparks, and some of the issues that they've been having could be straightened out with consistent practice time. The Sparks' unforgiving schedule has them playing 11 games in the first 26 days of the season, with only three of those at Crypto.com Arena. But from June 1st to the 18th, They only have two games, giving the new-look team plenty of time to gel and get some practice in on the court. And now let's hear from general manager and head coach Derek Fisher. After the win against the Phoenix Mercury at home, in what ways, coach, did you meet some goals to earn that victory and and really come together as a team? Yeah, I mean, I I think a commitment to share the basketball, right? I think with, with a new team, um, you know, players trying to figure out what their roles are going to be, where their shot attempts are going to come from. Um, obviously, the lineup changed. So, um, you know, players kind of adjusting to, to where they fit in. Um, but I just I, I thought the team and the players were just really intentional about sharing the basketball, playing together uh, and playing with, with some confidence. And, and that's what being at home does, you know, especially when. You know, we have young players that are playing vital roles in our rotation. Um, and so being at home helps. And, you know, we've, we've been fantastic in this building for a long time. And uh, so it was, just, it was just good to be here tonight. Yes, uh, today was the first game since the Fever win uh, where you guys were actually up at the end of the first quarter. Yeah. What was different in this first quarter compared to the last uh, five games? You know, we, we were, like you said, we just kind of going toe-to-toe in Vegas. We were going toe-to-toe for five or six minutes. And then, uh, you know, they finished the quarter on a 23-3 to or something like that um, run. And so we just – the the ball, you know, wasn't going in for us. And then our defense kind of followed uh, suit. And so I think tonight, um, you know, players seeing the ball go in early, um, it it does wonders, you know, for a team. uh, When, you know, players work really hard to prepare themselves for games and – when they get good positive feedback early, you know, it, it helps to remain confident and feeling good. And um, it, it's definitely much better to not play from behind, you know, by eight, 10, 12 points, whether home or on the road. Um, it gives you a better chance to withstand opponent runs, which are going to happen throughout the course of a basketball game. Uh, the other team is always going to make some runs. And, you know, if you're even or if you're ahead and they make a run, you have some, some, breathing room at least to make some adjustments and, and get better as the game goes. 
We'll be back with more right after this message from our title sponsor. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments for the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, and NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Derek, you put Katie Lou in the starting lineup today. Is that? A, is that something that you envisioned when, when you guys signed her, that, that she'd be a starter for you? And then, I mean, what can you say about her performance on both sides tonight? Yeah, I mean, yeah, to answer to the first question is yes. Um, you know, it, it's the, the tough decision to, you know, to, to trade Gabby, um, you know, was was made easier by who Katie Lou is and, and what she does on the floor. Um, the, the size, the length, the versatility, offensively and defensively uh we we just felt like it it would give us an added dimension that we just have not had as much at the wing um and so you know in due time the plan was to try to find a way to to get her into the starting lineup um especially starting the games with NECA and Liz on the floor together you know we want as much floor spacing and opportunity for them to, to dominate the paint um, and and for Jordan and our, our perimeter players to have driving lanes to get into the lane. Um, so, yeah, uh, you know, it, it, it was the plan for sure. And, yeah, just happy for, like, for her to, you know, show up from Spain and playing a game 30 hours later maybe and, um, you know, and just kind of figuring out what we're doing on the fly. Like, it's not easy. Uh, her sister Carly actually does it as well as anybody in the history of the W. <laughs> Um, but you know, Katie Lou was asked to do a lot in, in trying to catch up to the rest of the group and just happy for it that she had a, a good night. You're only your second home game, you yeah, know, in, yeah. in, you know, the, the few weeks that the season's been on, um, just how has that played a role in, you know, this, this start that you've had, um, in, in the recent losing streak in terms of, you know, getting players to gel and, and trying to get everybody together, you know, how, how has that affected, you know, the way the, the team at all with, you know, basically being out on the road. Yeah. yeah I mean, about to hit the road again. Yeah, no, I, I don't think, um, you know, the, the challenge of the schedule doesn't, um, make excuses for, let's say miss free throws or, you know, a poor communication on defense or something that we're still in control of, right? Even though the circumstances are really difficult. Um, so so we're, we can't make excuses for performance. Um, I think the strongest impact in a negative way is just in the inability to practice consistently when you are constantly on the road. And, and in particular, you know, the in-between days are mostly just travel days. You know, you're not going to, have a ton of time to travel to the city and also practice on the same day. Um, so just like this week, right? We played in Vegas on Monday. We play in LA on Wednesday. We play in Indy on Friday. We play in Minnesota on Sunday. We play back in LA on Tuesday. So there's no way to practice in a way that you need to in order to get better in between those games. So we're kind of scrimmaging almost in the game. Like these, these players are learning how to be good together in the game, not getting as much opportunity in practice. So that I, I feel like that's the strongest um, 
thing that we're battling in a sense to, to, to kind of learn each other in front of, you know, 10,000 people, 5,000 people against the best teams in the league, trying to figure yourself out. Not, not easy to do, but it's a part of the job and it's going to turn for us as the season goes. So we just have to stay connected, stay together, stay positive. Uh, and then we'll start to get some time that will allow us to get better. And uh, we, we think that's going to bode well for us. And as we get into mid to late June and, and into all-star break, um, you know, we feel like we have a chance to start playing some of our best basketball. Uh, coach, kind of a two-part question. One, uh, Lexi Brown came out on a train camp contract and looks like she's played her way into the starting line. Can you talk about what she's done a little bit? And also, uh, Christy Tolliver is obviously coming back to the team relatively shortly. Um, we hope. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dallas makes 23s tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. assuming, assuming things that work themselves yeah. and out. I, and I wish the, the team and Jason – really well like I, i'm definitely not rooting against them but we want christy as quickly as possible yeah how's he gonna fit in with the current makeup of the roster yeah no um first question yeah i think you know when when um you know we kind of had to make a trade actually to to get lexi because uh, you know chicago had her rights and so um we'd had some conversation you know the timing just wasn't right uh, where we were from a salary cap perspective didn't allow her to actually have a chance to make the team financially speaking. So we, we kind of, you know, put the conversation on the back burner. And then when, when the circumstances, you know, kind of started to align, um, you know, we wanted to make the move, um, you know, to, to see if it would be a great fit. Uh, you know, we, we'd seen enough of her in her career to, to feel that there was a chance that offensively she could help us, but, I think she's underrated defensively and um, and that's where she's really, really added value for us along with her perimeter shooting. Uh, so just really, really just happy for her and, and proud of her. Like I, it's hard to explain what, you know, these women go through in this league when they don't actually know if they're going to be on a team and that burden that they have to carry into training camp of trying to prove themselves instead of just being able to relax and, know that, okay, my contract's guaranteed, there's enough roster spots, whatever the situation is, where you can actually see the best of them. So I'm just really happy that she persevered through camp and uh, has proven herself to be very valuable. And I think she has a long career in this league and, and hopefully, it, you know, it's with us as long as humanly possible. Uh, with Christy, the roster was designed around her presence. Uh, the, the perimeter shooting, the basketball IQ, the savvy, um, the, the ability in, in late games to manage possessions, to, to be able to have the ball in her hands and she can make the game winning shot as well as facilitate a game winning assist, um, a, a two-time champion gritty, you know, tough mentally. Um, those are all things that, you know, why we, we brought her here and, and wanted to, we, we chased her so badly in free agency a couple of years ago. And, um, you know, she she didn't come to the bubble, uh, which was, you know, rightfully so. Many players chose not to last year, the injuries and the setbacks. So this year we really we have circled as a year where Christy is is uh, poised to help us a great deal. Um, and, and and we feel like that's going to give us even more versatility in our lineups because she can play next to any of our perimeter players. So we can play her next to Jordan. We can play her next to Kennedy. We can play her next to Brittany Sykes. And we still have floor spacing and shooting with ball handling and quality defense. And, you know, that's what we've kind of been missing as well. 
you know, during this streak is some of that inconsistency throughout the lineup. Hey, coach, it seemed like everybody played much better defensively overall. Um, with Liz specifically, I still saw some moments where she was getting frustrated, not so much with the fouls that she was getting, but the calls that she wasn't getting. Mm -hmm. And she was having conversations with refs and that kind of prevented her from transitioning and getting back on defense quickly. Have you noticed that? And have you had conversations with her about when that happens and when she gets frustrated with the fouls? Yeah, I mean, we definitely noticed it. Um, and, you know, we're going to continue to talk to Liz, but, you know, she's human. And I've seen it with Shaq, where it's just not, officiated the same and that doesn't mean that um there's a bias or you know she's the only one that that you know maybe sometimes calls are being missed but it's frustrating you know for a player uh where there's an assumption that just due to her size the same push or the same bump uh or the same hit on the arm impacts her just as much as it does a smaller player um but you know we can't control it so we just have to figure out a way to play with it through it encourage her to finish through all of that contact, make it an and one, even if they don't blow the whistle and, um, you know, just keep holding the rope for her teammates more than anything. And then let me do as, as best a job as I can with the officials. Here are the numbers from that win that snapped the five game losing streak, the win against the Phoenix Mercury, the Sparks, had five players in double digits, including Katie Lou Samuelson with 17, Neka Gumake with 23, Liz Cambage had 21, Lexi Brown poured in 10, and Kennedy Carter had 12. With her ninth point of the night, Neka Agumake surpassed 4,700 career points. And with her third assist of the night, Jordan Canada earned her 500th career assist. Now it's time to hear from a few of the players. We're going to hear from Kennedy Carter as well as Katie Lou Samuelson, and we begin with Liz Cambage. Um, how do you guys say um, focus with all the delays and commercial travel and all the troubles you guys have to go through when traveling? Touch wood. We um, have been pretty good with traveling at the moment. Um, we've had no delays. We've had nothing. Um, I think we've handled you know all the travel we've had so far really well <clears throat> this first month, but. Yeah, touch wood. Um, the skies have been treating us nicely. A quick question for Liz. Um, tonight, all your shots were in the paint except for one, and mm -hmm. you had one of your most productive nights as a spark. Is the key for you get going offensively to post up and be more in the paint? Um, I'm 6'9", so that's probably where I should, like 80% of my shots, 90% of my shots should come from. But I'm just chilling at the moment. You know, I know I'm going to attract a lot. Um, and it's really fun playing with players like Neka and, and Lou and, and Wood and players who can really play off me and get open and go to work when I, when I get them the ball. So I'm just, I'm just trying to attract all the attention and, and pass the ball off to others. I'm chasing a triple double at the moment. Um, Kennedy, I want to know about the block and, and from, from you guys too. I want, I want to know about the, what that looked like for all of you and how that felt like. <laughs> um, for me, it was kind of amazing just to see the arena, the crowd, the fans, my teammates, coaches, everyone get into it after the block. Like to see Slim hustle that hard and chase it down. Normally, nine times out of 10, she blocks that. Yeah. So for me to keep running and turn it into something beautiful, it was amazing to see it happen. It's good basketball. Hey, I uh, got one for Katie. Um, you know, coming into this season, um, this was a team that really needed some consistent outside shooting. And then, you know, prior to, to your arrival this season, you know, it was it was still something, you know, that that um, 
was was really needed. Um, and then tonight, you know, you come out and have, you know, your best game as, as a spark so far and knock down several threes. Um, you know, how 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 have you fit in with the offense so far? You know, how do you how do you see your role um, kind of going from here on out, especially, you know, when it comes to helping space the floor like that? Yeah, I mean, um, you just said it. I'm there to space the floor. And, you know, we've it's been clear that I've come in to help that shooting. And um, that's what I'm going to continue to do. I'm going to keep putting up the shots. My teammates have full confidence in me and they've really expressed that. And so it's been nice to be so, you know, welcomed and fit, feel like you fit right in. And people on our team do attract a lot of attention. So, you know, either I can help give them some release by spacing out or like today, knock down those threes to um, help in any way that I can. Um, for all of you guys, this game was fantastic. It was fun to see you guys being so excited. Liz, I want to ask you uh, specifically, you have consistently been the first one to score every night. So how do you always lead that charge, number one? And number two, deal with the frustrations you feel with a foul calling? I'm lucky, you know, the coaches and the girls have got me keeping me calm, but it, it gets annoying when you know the rule book and I have to tell, remind the referees what the rule book is during the game while people are fouling me, having two hands on me. I don't understand <clears throat> why the rule book just goes out the window with me. The rule book is there for a reason, um, but we're going to keep click, clipping it and sending it in. I'll probably start posting it on my Instagram soon. If the league can't give me answers. I'll just go to the people, but everyone sees it. I would just love to know why the rule book is just out the window with me, but we played through it. We got the win. We shared the ball and it was good basketball tonight. And that's all that matters. Uh, Katie, going off of uh, what you're talking about with shooting, it seemed like early in the first half, you made three threes and it, you made your third one and went to a timeout and the, just the look on your face was happy, but also maybe a little bit relieved because you didn't really shoot very well on the road trip. So just what's it been like finding your feeling a little bit after coming from Spain, you come here, you get back on the plane. Uh, just how have you kind of just gotten your rhythm back uh, at the beginning of the season? Yeah. You know, I really, took some time yesterday to give myself some grace and like not be too hard on myself for how you know I shot those first few games I did come like you said from Spain it's been a long season and so um, I took a lot of time yesterday to like reflect and just feel kind of get that weight off of me and then coming into today to today's game I was really focused on you know just having fun and playing with passion and so I feel like when I do that things tend to go better. And so today yeah, it felt great to hit some threes and knock them down because, you know, that's what I practice every single day. Katie, your last two games, you shot 0 for 9 from three. Tonight you shot 4 for 5 from three, as well as achieving a new career high. Nice block at the end of the fourth as well. Can you tell us your mindset coming into the game? Yeah, like I just said, I kind of, you know, took some time yesterday to just ref like be with myself and let go of those two games and just, go forward and have fun in the game tonight. Yeah, I've got a quick question for Liz and Kennedy. It seems like you two have a really good chemistry when you're on the court together. Could you just speak on that and where that comes from? You know, it's crazy. Like, we've gotten so close in, yeah. like, such little time. But I really think it's just from us making efforts to hang out with each other outside of basketball mm -hmm. that's drawing us in so close. Like, we hang out all the time on the road, mm -hmm. go out to eat, talk together. She's a person that literally is always in my corner and making sure I'm okay and just that vet that I really need. So I look up to her, and 
I'm glad that she puts me under her wing. This is like a, a new experience for everybody playing together. I mean, how, like, you know, you, you guys have a five game losing streak and you guys go, look, we're, this, we're new, we're figuring this out. And people can go like, oh, well, that sounds like an excuse, but that's like a thing, right? <laughs> like it takes, it's to, especially when you're going against teams that have played together for a long time. Yeah. Like how, how is that experience for you sort of like kind of figuring out these pieces and how you guys all fit together? I'm I'm really proud of everyone just staying together. Like there was no negative anything seeping in. Like we just knew that we're a brand new group. We got girls still coming in or had girls still coming in fresh from Europe. We still got another player coaching in the NBA final or playoffs. And it's just time and patience. Like I've been playing pro ball since I was 15 years old. I've won a lot. I've lost a lot. But it's the journey in the end. It's the, it's, it's just staying together and staying calm. And look at us tonight. Like we stayed calm, we executed, which is something I really think we've been missing the past couple of games. And we really found that chemistry tonight. You know, Lou was cooking on the, on the outside. Neko was going hard on the inside and we was just taking what was there. And, you know, there's still a lot we need to do on defense, but tonight I was really proud of us staying together and, and executing and getting the win. Uh, Kennedy, going back to the block, uh, did Skylar say anything in reaction to that, or did she just kind of let it go? I mean, me and Skylar are cool. Like, I respect her. She respects me. So after the game, she told me good block. But like I said, I told her good game. She had 30. I mean, she played amazing. So it's it's a mutual thing for sure. Guard Christy Tolliver is expected to join her team as soon as the Dallas Mavericks, who are currently, at the time of this recording, down 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals. And the team is anxiously awaiting her arrival. A 35-year-old told ESPN that she is working out twice a day to ensure that she can jump right into the Sparks rotation as soon as she gets back with the team. Fisher said also on Wednesday that the roster was designed, you heard him say it, around the two-time WNBA champion's presence. It's her shooting, ball handling, and basketball IQ that could work wonders for this new structured team. And we can't wait for her arrival as well. The Sparks are currently fourth in the WNBA, and they have the Indiana Fever on May 27th at 4 p.m. Our podcasts are available to be downloaded or streamed on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play, Spotify, Luminary, iHeart, and our website, Believe.com. You can also follow us across social media at Believe Podcasts, at Believe Sports. You can find me at Stacy Pates on Twitter and on Instagram as well. And as always, thank you so much again for hanging out with us on this episode of Believe in Sparks, presented by BetOnline AG. Oh, yeah. You don't stop. Genuine for 89, and I still ain't have stepping. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.